Привет, друзья! Как дела? My name is Fedor and welcome back to Be Fluent in Russian podcast. Today, let's switch up a little bit. Again, we did the songs past two episodes and I want to switch into a new thing and talk about how to make Russian more fun, how to make Russian less boring for people. We've seen this happen a lot with people who join our BFluent camps, BFluent classes. Of course, because of the nature of how we teach on YouTube, we get people who are enthusiastic and are easygoing to join our programs. I don't see as many people who are on the other side of things, who are learning in the school, who are learning, let's say, with the books, with theory books, with grammar books, etc. So by the nature of our work, I don't see people who are you know, who are doing the Russian the boring way too much because we simply, you know, our language lessons are pretty easy to understand. They're on YouTube. If anything, people who watch us understand how we teach. So we get people to join our programs who kind of are familiar with our approach to teaching. It's more fun, relaxed, a bit more uh, practical than, uh, than a regular book would give you or a regular class at a university would give you. So by keeping in mind that the fact that people who might hear this podcast, maybe it's a new person who is just joining and they're looking for the specific topic of making their Russian more fun. I want to highlight a few things, a few concepts, and then talk about a few practices that would help you guys uh, make it a bit more fun for yourself. So, first things first, keep your enthusiasm. Keep your enthusiasm enthusiasm when you start until you finish. When you first get into Russian, maybe you have a friend who is Russian, a husband or wife, a family member, I don't know, maybe you just simply are interested in the culture of Russia and Russian language and you want to master it and you want to speak to Russians across the world, right? When you first get into learning, you are excited. You envision the end goal in your in your mind and you want to get there the quickest way possible so you have that enthusiasm you have that energy at first but then as you learn more and more and more and more you learn that it's a lot of effort grammar rules may not be sticking you might forget certain words so now you're getting hit with all the real reality checks of learning a language and putting in the effort and also you are probably getting hit with the boring textbooks or the boring teachers who are simply teaching like robots talking like this as if they are reading a script and trust me i understand this completely i've been in that situation when i was learning english i was learning english 10 years ago even more maybe like maybe okay so i'm 24 i started learning when i was five just like a little bit of english before school so i would say maybe what like 18 years ago back then there were way less resources online there was no apps like that there was just simply an unexplored area of language learning and all we had was textbooks and i went through school and i've learned english in many different ways but mainly by textbook and I can guarantee you that it's just simply boring and it's nothing there uh, to excite a person. So when you start out, you have a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of fun in the beginning because you keep that end goal in mind. I need you guys to simply go through this process with that goal in mind throughout you know, your learning. 
So don't forget the end goal and don't forget to have fun. Don't forget to make it interactive. Don't forget to make it practical as well. So first, first thing is keep your enthusiasm going. If you feel like it's fading away, remind yourself, maybe there's something wrong with what you're doing. If you don't have fun anymore, Maybe you gotta switch gears. Maybe you gotta find a new teacher. Sometimes it's a teacher who is teaching you who doesn't have that energy in them that's gonna draw out the energy from you. If they don't feed feed you the energy, you don't feed them the energy, and now it's just simply a boring thing that we all are, you know, have to do. That's the first thing. Keep the enthusiasm going. I think if we remind ourselves that sometimes we need to have fun and we need to have it enjoyable, then the resources that we choose will be different. So that's the first thing. Second thing is don't overthink the complexity. Don't overthink the complexity. What I mean by that is do not think that you have to be smarter, you have to be talented, that you have to possess some you know inherent um, uh, quality in you to learn a language. I've seen people who are very smart, struggle with learning languages. I've seen dedicated people who also struggle with learning a language. So learning a second language is not a matter of talent or a matter, a matter of a person's quality or, or, or characteristic. It's just simply about dedication to the task and just day after day after day effort. If you're listening to this podcast right now, if you have had those questions about yourself, trust me, those questions that, oh, maybe I'm not that good, they are not productive and they are simply toxic in your mind. You know, get rid of them. You have what it takes. All it takes is pretty much imagine learning Russian as maybe there's like 10,000 words that you have to learn. And imagine that all of those 10,000 words is like a little brick. Maybe it's actually like a, a brick that's as heavy as a pan. And you have to put it from one pile to the next, one to the next, one to the next. A child can pick up a pen, you know, of any size and put it on a different spot, right? So it's not a matter of human strength. It's a matter of just simply doing it over and over and over again. You're doing some easy task over and over and over again. Sometimes you might feel like you're not getting anywhere. Sometimes you might feel like it's just you simply are in the same spot. But the, by putting in the effort to learn, you are slowly moving in the right direction. So number two, don't overthink the complexity. I would say it takes about 1,500 hours of active learning to master a language or to be fluent maybe like a C1 level, not all the way to the very end, but decent enough to have a conversation with a native without switching back to English about any topic that's at hand. Sometimes, of course, you might have you know trouble picking out the right words. I still do in English whenever I'm speaking on a more complex topic, uh, but it's just simply a matter of, you know, keep going and, and then I probably will have less of those problematic problematic words that I'm missing in English. Same for Russian if you go past that 1,500 hours. So keep that goal in mind of 1,500 hours in your mind and just strive for that. Put in the hours day after day after day after day. If we put it more, you know, easier to understand, if you put in one hour every single day, one hour of learning Russian, you will learn it maybe in four years, four years of time of your one hour every single day, you might learn Russian. 
I can guarantee you that you will learn Russian and you will be able to have a conversation in Russian by that time. So four years, one hour a day. If you're putting in two hours a day, there's going to be two years and some change. So just to put it into perspective, it's not going to be an overnight thing. If you have only spent like, let's say, 100 hours, don't expect yourself to know it. Don't expect yourself to be at a certain level already. It's just simply a matter of, you know, putting hours and hours and hours day after day after day. Don't overthink the complexity. It's simply a matter of repetition. So now that we have put those two kind of basic, I guess, concepts in, now let's actually talk about practices that what you can do to make Russian more fun for yourself. Number one, and this is something that govern that we govern ourselves by or with uh, whenever we make videos, make any kind of program or anything whatsoever. Keep it practical. Keep it practical. Keep all your Russian, Russian, <laughs> keep all your Russian learning practical. What I mean by that is there shouldn't be a single word that you learn that you cannot imagine yourself use in the conversation. There shouldn't be a single rule that you don't absolutely need to learn right now to speak Russian better. For example, a, you know, number one, the most popular mistake that all, a lot, not all, a lot of students make, a lot of teachers make as well, is that people learn cases first. People get into cases in, in Russian first. In my opinion, it should be the very last thing you learn. Cases. Because cases, A, they're huge. There's so much information about them. For you to master cases, you have to spend maybe 200 hours uh, with, with it. All the endings, all the usages, all the exceptions, all the different words that form different endings as well. There's a lot of complexity. But number two is that cases or using correct cases 100% of the time won't help you communicate that much better or won't help you express yourself that much better for one reason and one reason alone. It's just simply the endings. You have to know the, the word itself that makes sense or that means something. The ending is just the way it connects with other words. So cases help us connect words together in a way that is going to be more fluent. But it's not an absolute requirement to make a good sentence. You can make, you can get all the cases wrong all the time and still make a lot of sense. So cases don't help you make sense almost at all. But teachers, for some reason, give it to students. Students get into it because they have nothing else because the book, the first chapter of the book is the cases, right? And that's a complete mistake. So Keep it practical. Learning cases at first is not practical because you cannot use it in the sentence. You cannot make cases uh, help you speak better all of a sudden. You cannot. That's just simply you, you learn cases at the very end to help you structure like a thousand words you know into different sentences better. Okay, But you have to first know a lot of words in the first place. Uh, so that's the first thing. Keep it practical. All the words you learn, practice them. Maybe all the words you learn, put it in the sentence. Speak if you have a person. If you have a person that you can speak to on a daily basis, that's that's amazing. You can speak that word to them. You can make a sentence with that word to them. Let's say your spouse is a Russian, and you learn vocabulary. Let's say you've learned a word for a fridge. 
right? Hawajinlik. So go ahead and make a sentence with that word Hawajinlik, a fridge, and then say that to them. I open up a fridge. You can get the milk in the fridge. You need to fix the fridge because it's leaking. Whatever it is, learn a word, make a sentence, and then use it immediately. That's, in my opinion, that's one of the main things to, to do to keep your Russian fun. Because you are learning to communicate. Why not communicate as you are learning? It's going to help you learn better. It's going to help you retain words better. And lastly, the topic of today's podcast is going to make it more fun for you. Because if you can see the fruits of your labor very, very early, now you can communicate something in Russian. Then that's going to make you more enticed or more energized to keep on going. Okay? So keep it practical. Keep it, um, you know, as soon as you learn something, use it. That's number one. Keep it practical. Secondly, and a lot of it is going to tie into this first kind of uh, uh, point. I think that if you see the fruits of your labor early and you see the results of what you do, that's going to make you motivated to keep going. That's going to, moti- that's going to keep you motivated to um, just not give up and, and do new things. If you see that your learning is actually working out, you're going to keep going. But that's that's the tricky part. When you don't see the results, that's when my second point comes in. If you don't see results, keep going. If you don't see the results, immediately keep going still. Because sometimes we hit a plateau or we hit a point of our learning where we don't seem to get any further for the moment because the new knowledge is still consolidating, consolidating or it's still setting in. Uh, when we learn, let's say, 10 new rules in a month, Next month, you may not learn any more new rules, but that next month, your memory is going to simply consolidate into a set in stone, subconscious knowledge, you know? So the first month, we learn a lot. Second month, we don't learn as much, but we feel like we're not making progress. However, you may not know what's happening in your brain. You may not know what's going on inside there, but... Trust the process and just simply keep going. Do the same thing that you've been doing before and let the old or new knowledge consolidate so it can become the subconscious or the default for you. But on the other side of this, if you haven't been making progress for a long time, that's a sign that something is wrong. Maybe like two or three months, four months, five months, you haven't made a lot of progress. Then, yes, you have to probably switch up the things that you do to switch maybe from grammar to vocabulary more. Spend time with maybe speaking or listening more. So change the things around to maybe push yourself to make that progress again. Sometimes, you know, we can get stuck with one technique that we do or one strategy that we have. But then if we switch to another strategy, it will work for a few months and then switch back to the original one and it's back and it's back getting you to where you want to get to. It's back to working. So don't take uh, you know this rule that if it's okay to not make progress, just take it as, don't take it plainly. If you don't make progress for a long time, then of course that's wrong. All right. And lastly, how to make Russian more fun. I think that To make Russian more fun, you have to do fun activities with Russian and do something in Russian that you enjoy doing in English or in other languages, but just you enjoy doing in your life. So, for example, if you love to play the guitar, you can learn a Russian song. You can learn the guitar on a Russian website. You can maybe watch a Russian guitar video. So, do something that you like 
in Russian. When I was learning English, I watched a lot of YouTube in English. Even though I didn't understand half of what people were saying, I still watched it and I found it a lot of fun because I was learning English as I was enjoying the thing that I was doing. So if it's a YouTube video, I enjoyed the YouTube video as is. Side kind of benefit, I was learning English at the same time. So doing fun activities while learning a language in that language, I think is going to make a lot of a lot more fun for you. Uh, I can say for sure that I've made a lot of progress watching those videos. And I was watching videos that were kind of, I wouldn't say... They were, they were fun, but they weren't too hard or they weren't... Okay, so if I didn't understand something, it didn't... Okay, if I didn't understand what they were saying, I still could keep up with the video or I still could enjoy it. Maybe it's a gaming video. There's still a game going on, right? Or if it's a show that it's not too heavy on meaning or logic it's something more like more casual so those videos help me a lot of course if you're watching an interview that's where language is a hundred percent important but in, in gaming for example language is way less important right maybe like 10 percent important but then also in the gaming stuff you would see what happened on the screen and you understand the reaction that the person had. So you might even pick up the language from the context clues, from the emotion. You see the body language and they said something. And then you might understand what they said from just, uh, you know, um, non-verbal language. So, yeah, those are my pointers. I think that most importantly, what helped me a lot is when I saw my I saw the results of, of, of my efforts. I saw the fruits of my labor. I saw that I can understand English, I can read English and enjoy it. I can watch English videos. I can have fun while with English because now I understand it more. As soon as I saw the results, that's when it, it you know it was easier for me from that point on. So that's all that I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed. If you do something else too, if you have had time when you didn't have as much fun, but then you switched up to another thing, share that in the comments or email us, uh, find us on Instagram or whatever, so you can share your story with us as well. Maybe we can share with others, uh, others too. That's all. I'll see y'all in the next one.